0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Diary of an Ex-English Major, the show that discusses literature and media like in your favorite English seminar course. I'm your host, Deja, a blogger at cityofdeja.com, and in today's episode, I interviewed ex-English major Candace, a bookstagrammer from the account CC Point of View. We discuss the life skills one can yield from being well-read, literature as an art form, and the special value of young adult books. Happy listening. So, Candice, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. Basically, what I'm going to do is just uh, get more information about you and your background studying English, and then we'll transition to just like some fun like reading life questions. So my first question for you is, what was the name of your major or um, concentration?
1: Um, It was English literature.
0: Okay, so you were English Mm -hmm. like in the... Uh, concentration was mainly on literature classes or how did that work
1: yes it was uh yeah we have a separation of um comm um and that's more on the writing side and then we have the literature side so i took a couple of english comm courses um for writing but mostly since my like concentration was the literature part i mostly just took literature courses
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what made you choose English literature over, like, the calm path?
1: Um, Well, I was kind of scared. Like, I actually, like, I got into reading and write. I, I came as, like, oh, I want to be an inspired writer. And mm-hmm. I got scared to, like, not go the writing path. I
0: okay. was, like,
1: I kind of want to study, like, how, like, analyze a book and analyze literature more. And then I can feel more comfortable getting into writing
0: oh okay Um, yeah that's really cool I
1: want to know I want to yeah I want to know that side of like you know um to be a writer you gotta also be a reader and yeah I I think think that's great
0: mm -hmm. that's cool like I think uh, exactly what you said like to be a a good writer you want to be super well read too you know Mm -hmm. you want to see like Hey, this works for me in a book, or I really like this concept and how um, they yes. mm-hmm. expanded on it. Were there any uh, particular books or authors that really inspired you to to go that route?
1: Um, I would say mostly. Uh, I I grew up at, with a learning disability, especially in reading okay. and writing, so I was. It took me a while. Not until like. I don't know, my teenager years to get into reading and such, but YA books, I have a lot of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and just learning like different uh, writing styles and levels of it got me into it. So, yeah, definitely YA books helped a lot. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I had a similar experience. Like, I didn't really become like a reader that I am now until I was a teen. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a kid, I wasn't that really big on um, mm-hmm. books. So, like, when I found YA, it kind of, like, opened the floodgates, really, yeah, <laughs> and sure. it, it showed me, like, oh, like, there's, like, these kind of YA books, there's, like, the fantasy, like, it's, like, everything within this little umbrella, yeah. so uh, I totally get yeah. that. Um. So when did you uh, graduate, and how do you think your uh, major informed what you do now or what you plan to do in okay. the future? Yes.
1: um, Actually, recently, like okay. I graduated last month in April awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was a, it was an experience. And like I did that alongside double majoring in Africana studies. So black studies. Wow. And I also did a minor in studio art. So juggling oh three, <laughs> juggling three separate like disciplines was like a challenge, but also so fulfilling and Mm -hmm. um right now people always give me the question of like what are you going to do with a literature degree yeah Mm -hmm. i want to um get into writing um becoming an author but I also people don't understand that literature is just not reading books you learn so much life skills from communication um from learning empathy uh, for people because um, you're totally. reading about so many different lives. You're not just reading a book like maybe you will seek out uh, storylines that align with your own life, but that's hard to actually find the accurate. You can't like it's. Right. You can't you know seek out your own life. So I read a lot of books that, that deal with a lot of people that is not just like me. Totally so right I to right. take those life skills It actually helped me I used to be a shy, really shy, I think I'm so shy. But actually, over the years of reading, um, since uh, my teenager years, I came more communicative, and coming out of my shell to talk to people, because yeah. I took time to read and I didn't, I did not expect that I thought I was like, as a reader i thought i was going to be more isolated and i'll just like focus on my books and be mm-hmm. anti-social. Yeah. but out of nowhere it turned me into a, like more sociable person and that's uh, what i love uh out of reading and what i do now mostly uh with my career is i um working in higher education oh cool um, and it's, at it's administration more um so And I also do like, um, into like I work um at my university where we have an observation deck, and a lot of tourists come to look at our views, and I interact with people all the time. Um, so life, those life skills, I might not be like every day, like, um, uh, like working with like actual like book for my career, right? But I'm doing other life skills, and yeah,
0: totally. I love that. Like there's so much there that I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I guess like mainly I think that what you were talking about how books sort of opened your eyes up to so many different perspectives is mm-hmm. like such a key thing about reading that I think is sometimes overlooked because yes. I totally agree. Like I was 14 years old like reading about um, like, yes, fantasy stuff, but also just, like, contemporary young adult books, like, mm-hmm. you know, with life experiences that, that I didn't have at that age, um, mm-hmm. even if it was supposed to be about a teen, um, mm-hmm. and that really kind of opened my eyes to uh, just, like, the different life stories that are out there, and I love what you said okay. about how it made you, like, a more, uh, like, sociable person, because, like, you're able to interact with people, in a way that maybe you wouldn't, um, if you hadn't been like such a well-read person. Um, I think for me, like Mm -hmm. it, it made me, I don't know, like, yes, sociable, but like in an odd way, like I was still very introverted, but I became like a more creative person. (laughs) Like the whole reason we're talking is because like, I was like, I want to make an Instagram. That's all about Mm -hmm. books. And I want to make a YouTube channel. And Mm -hmm. you know, like that really, I was inspired by all the things that I read and I had so much that I wanted to say. So that kind of brought me out of my shell too. So I totally relate to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, what you were saying too, about how there are like, I guess these life skills that are yielded from studying English literature because I feel like so my major was just like straight up English but I had like a de facto concentration in race and ethnic studies so nice. that was with uh, like under the umbrella of what I read mm-hmm. so really that just means that I took like a lot of like classes that were about like black studies um, I yeah took Morrison class like and I was able to kind of make this concentration for myself mm-hmm. Um, but you know all of that really feeds into like what I want to do um, in the future, like, I really would like to, like, work with people in some way, like, right now, nice. I'm kind of, like, on the law school track, but we'll kind of see
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, how that works out, but, you you, go, know, girl. <laughs> <thank> you. <laughs> but that's, like, the, um, you know, like, those are, like, the weird ways that English kind of informs, you know, your career, like, it's not just oh, mm-hmm. like I'm going to read this book, read book.
1: Yeah. And write an essay. Like, yeah, like that's not <laughs> it. Like it's mm-hmm. when you
0: get from doing yes. it. like the mm-hmm. act of it. What's that's like the important part. That's nitty gritty. So for I absolutely sure. love that you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how I, I, I feel like you kind of touched on this before, but like, was there a moment for you that you realized, oh, I do want to study English literature or was there something else that you were also thinking of? Since I know you said you um, had like a minor as well.
1: Yeah. Um. For me, actually, I went into college. I went to a community college first before I went to university. Mm-hmm. When I started at the community college, I I also in high school let's backtrack that in high school I went to a technical school half time okay. and I just did uh graphic design. So I was like, cool. oh, I'm an art student. Yeah. I like, fully. I was totally committed to just being an art student. But then when I went to university, I think I applied for like web development and uh web design and i took a couple classes in it and i wasn't feeling it mm-hmm. of course it's always required for every first year to take english courses right and i was uh i fell in love with it where we had to read um caribbean literature and we we're reading Jamaican uh, jamaica Kincaid. and i am a first generation um jamaican wow. um, american so yeah. that's where my family came from so i was like wait. There's literature where you can read about culture. Right. I like, I like out of my whole high school years didn't read any books by Caribbean people. It was like mostly African-Americans or mostly white authors. And I never read any books that like like related to like my personal culture. Yeah, Yeah, I can relate being African-American, but off the same time, I can't because I'm a first generation. There's so much like I understand as African-American. So I was like shocked to like read uh, Caribbean literature. And I was like, oh, I can relate. My family's from here. And yeah, places yeah. like that. So I got really, I, I think I got like an A's straight through when I took those two courses. And I was like, I really liked this over my art classes. Mm. So throughout like the two years I was at community college, I took a mixture of mostly my general electives, but I mostly focused on um, English courses and art courses at the same time. And then I was still step- skeptical of like, should I pursue English literature or should I pursue um, the arts? But I was like, maybe I should do both instead where I, I really was going to writing more. So I mostly made my major when I transferred to university, I found an English literature program and then I did the minor and studio art. And then I also mm-hmm. did, I, even where I was like, okay, it's not just literature I love. I like reading literature about, from Black people's point of view, because um, yeah. I didn't read that much. I did read sparsely throughout high school, but not really that much. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah. So I was, I was like, okay, I needed, I wanted to find a degree where, actually, I didn't, I didn't look for it, I just randomly they have a black studies degree and then an English literature. It was actually it is actually a combined major where you wow, have okay. a, you get two degrees but you you do um Africana studies uh mixed with English literature. You take a lot of black courses but study courses but mostly you can still pick you know taking your African literature course, taking Caribbean literature course, um in that in that department so both sides like when people when i talk about tell people that i major in black studies they think i'm just taking um black study courses but in that they don't realize that i'm still taking literature courses as well so it was a double where on my black study courses i was taking literature courses and on my english side i was taking literature courses so it was double double most of the time and i was here to um like make it unique where people are pretty shocked that like they're like you're taking a lot of literature courses I'm like yeah yeah I am (laughs)
0: yeah that's awesome the way that kind of worked out um man like you might like it's it sounds like you had a really like extensive like English program like where you went to school because that like the fact that you were able to take classes like so specific to like Caribbean Mm -hmm. literature and stuff is like really really cool because I like I, I didn't go to, um, I I went to two different universities, but they were both universities. So one, um, I went to my first two years, and then I transferred schools. And mm-hmm. when I transferred schools, that's like really the first time that I was able to, um, take classes that weren't just, um, I guess like literature. Like I, I took a class that was called like reading historically, so it was like literature mm-hmm. from certain periods of time. And it was, like, Beowulf and, like, Orinoco and just, like, really, like, (laughs) old stuff, which, like, you know, I get it. I had to take it, but that really Mm -hmm. wasn't my jam. I was, like, I want to read more contemporary stuff. I want to read more stuff from Black authors. And so when I transferred schools, that's when I was, like, given the opportunity for that. But even so, like, we didn't have anything that was, like, so specific, like, what you're talking about. So it's actually really awesome.
1: Yeah, I even took a 19th century African-American course, and I loved it yeah
0: that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool like I'm actually and the, really
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the professor was mixed he was white and black and yeah. he, his curriculum was mostly I can tell like he went into the 19th century studying like what was what it for a mixed person um, mm. and we read a lot of books that were like you know solely on like um and mixed girls point of view in the 19th century and it was pretty yeah. cool
0: that's really and, they, and, it, and it it relates to like what you're talking about before like kind of opening up that worldview because I'm sure mm-hmm. like I mean like just personally like I've never um taken a class like that so I haven't like learned about it in an academic sense so mm-hmm. the fact that you know it, it was even offered at your school kind of like relates to that empathy you're like oh well I read this book and it opened my eyes to like these issues mm-hmm. from um, the point of view of like this like mixed person during a time where you know people might even think like oh like mixed people didn't exist because of mm-hmm. the fact that there probably wasn't literature or wasn't literature that's like openly read yes. like in high school mm-hmm. like you were talking about so I think that's really interesting awesome. yeah uh, so thanks so much for sharing um you're welcome I guess all, on on that same vein like was there a lesson or like a skill that you learned specifically from studying what you did that has like stuck with you the most. I know that like you are a recent grad, but is there something okay. that um like maybe a lesson um or a book or an essay that you had to write that has really like stood the test of time for you? Um I would say
1: I would say the Caribbean um the Caribbean essays I would write about mm-hmm. um and just the writing about the Caribbean literature, um, well, it over, helped me understand my identity as being a Caribbean American more, um, because, yeah, my mom taught me a a couple of culturally stuff over the years of raising me, but I actually got more, more knowledge from reading the books, and, um, and also, like, she solely raised us on American like views because we live in America, but I mm-hmm. also yeah. learned stuff outside. Um, I think that's that's the reason why I got into literature as like, not, not getting into literature, but like majoring in literature as well, mm-hmm. because taking that one regular English course where we had to read about um, a Caribbean author, I was like, wow, this is, what makes me want to keep doing books from my country, um, right. Jamaica, right. and other islands that I'm, I'm also connecting with other Caribbean people. Because I thought, like, I thought being part of the diaspora is where, like, people from the main <laughs> are just, like, criticizing of you. Like, oh, you're too Americanized. Mm. Oh, this and that. And I, I realized that a stigma I should not hold on to and start – and I started reaching out to many people around the Caribbean and they don't mind that I'm just like a first generation. Um, They welcome it. And they, I've been interacting where next month I'll be participating in uh, uh, read Caribbean on Instagram. And I've been, I did it one year. I'm trying to do it again this year. It's been a year since I participated, but I'm getting more involved, but doing that and, has really changed my life where I feel more culturally connected to my own culture it's it's really good
0: wow I mean thanks so much for sharing that Mm -hmm. I I love that um you've kind of seen that real world application simply Mm -hmm. from like taking those classes and and reading those books like that's Mm -hmm. in my opinion like it shows just how like powerful really like literature um can be in that way Mm -hmm. because it it brings people together but it also is just like it's it's a personal, like, moment for you. Yeah, but, uh, Books are so, like, personal, like, when you think mm-hmm. about it. Like, the the ways that you can read something and almost feel as if, like, the author has, like, kind of taken something out of your brain or, like, taken something from your life and, like, put it mm-hmm. in a book. Like, how crazy is that? I yeah, feel like, it's... Like, li- like, TV and, like, movies and stuff can, like, try to, but there's something special about, like, reading words sure. on a page and then kind of seeing it manifest in mm-hmm. your own life, so... That's really awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess like my my final question, like uh, when in terms of what you studied is like, do you have a dream career? And if so, um, would it be? I think you kind of mentioned it before, but if you wanna explain. Yes,
1: um, right now I, I was lucky enough to get a job straight out of um, graduating. Um, yeah. I think it's probably easier for me cause I've been working, um, in higher education alongside studying. Okay. And I actually work at the university I go to okay, that, cool. that I went to. Yeah. So it just happened to be like all fit in place. Um, but I don't think long-term, I don't know how long I will stay in higher education. Mm-hmm. I think like my dream job <laughs> would be um, opening my own artist residency, ret- ret- where I will oh. have a place where people can come and work on artwork writing um for me i literally art little literature arts is pretty important um people don't some people don't even recognize like writing and literature as art they're like that's just education and that's like that's that's nothing (laughs) but me as a like a multiple passionate person i like written word is art and I would like to host um, artists to come. You can be a writer, you can be a painter, you can be anywhere in the art space or be a creative and have them come and work on their stuff and just interact and keep building connections. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to like get into non see,
0: yeah. Yeah, wow, that's that's really, really cool. And mm-hmm. I love how it um, really brings in together everything that you studied and like what we're talking about now about like, mm-hmm. Powerful, like words and words can be because, like, they are. That is art. That's a form of mm-hmm. art. It's, like, making you For feel sure. stuff. There's a lot of work that goes into like a finished product. So I think that's mm-hmm. great. I mean, I would totally want to visit something like that. So I mean, keep on, keep dreaming at, yeah. at it, But also, like you mm-hmm. know, I, I would love to see you get that off of the ground mm-hmm. because I think it's really cool. Um, Thank you. So. Um, I I do want to transition to talk about like your reading life. So for those Mm -hmm. listening, I'm like doing the Zoom call with Candace and she has like so many books behind her. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about these things. I I see the Raven Cycle in my view, and
1: <laughs> I know I know that is your baby. That I know they're is, your babies. They are. I know everything. that. That's,
0: that's, <laughs> my everything. That's
1: so. what I like, love, and found about about you. I was like, <laughs>
0: what? Yes, <laughs> the Raven Cycle is my everything. I I literally just posted on Instagram today about how I'm re rereading um the first book in her spin-off series of that. Have nice. you read
1: those? Uh no. no. Actually I t- tried the first one. Okay.
0: Didn't like it. I okay. got
1: halfway through and I was like, oh maybe I, I i think I think I will DNF it for now and come yeah. back to it. Yes. Because yes. I miss I miss the characters so much. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to I just need to take a break and then come back in the future but I'm not giving up on it because I'm like you know my my boys yes yes okay no I
0: I, trust me I get it like the first time Mm. I actually read it I was like it's okay but it's like not the Raven cycle you know Mm -hmm. but I I actually I'll send you this blog post I I found a blog post that was all Mm -hmm. about like approaching the dreamer cycle the dreamer cycle sorry the dreamer trilogy I'm Mm looking it too. (laughs) yeah um it was all about that and it it, oh my god it was so good because it basically put into words exactly how I was feeling about like I wanted like more blue and candy I wanted this and you know it was trying to kind of reframe the way that you approach that trilogy um which you know in in retrospect like I realized that I was reading it because I was like okay it's Maggie it's like a spinoff so like I I I want like the Raven cycle in a new package but that wasn't fair so I -hmm. totally get it I I do hope that you will go back to it. Yeah, um, Because it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that leads to my first question of, like, mm-hmm. what are you currently reading right now?
1: Okay, currently reading, I'm reading, I hope I don't butcher her name, but I'm reading Alice Battyman, either or. Okay. And I, the re, I, first, it's a spinoff of The Idiot by her. Okay. And I... I quickly actually read this earlier in the month and then she was coming to my town oh. for a, a paperback tour. Okay. And for this book. And then I quickly read the first one. Yep. And then I'm in the middle of this one. And actually, um, when I uh, went to the event, she actually signed it.
0: Oh my gosh. I love signed books. Yeah. And it's personalized yeah. too. That's awesome. I don't
1: have much personalized books that actually says like two candies. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. mostly like, that's the author's name. Yeah. So, and she said congratulations because I told her that I just graduated. So yeah. I just love that I got assigned for a signed personal book, and it's really good. It's about um, I forget the main character's name off the top of my head, but it's just about her going through college, okay. um, and she's Turkish. She's a first generation, and she goes to Harvard, and it just talks about her crazy adventures of being a student, getting into relationships, travel, education. it's it's a a literary literary fiction
0: okay
1: and I I'm I love it so much um it's just like and she's also a messy character because she gets into situations where it's like girl why are you doing this yeah like this it's a coming of age so (laughs) I just like and then now that I graduated and went through all those years it's Mm -hmm. just so funny to go back um it's just a good time and
0: Yeah, I'm loving it. That's awesome. I um, I'm totally gonna look up that book because I'm like in such a mood to read. I guess like coming of age stuff now. Mm -hmm. Maybe it has something to do with like all my planning stuff for the podcast because I'm like going through like my years of like being a reader. Yeah, I want to read something that gives me those same vibes. Yeah. Um. So that's awesome. Yeah.
1: And then like also about it, it it's like I was like, is it weird to be reading about college even though I'm out of it? But I'm like at the same time I'm not. I work at I work in higher education. So mm-hmm. physically I'm not gone from that area. So it's always nice to still relate to college students because I'm in, in person. I'm still interacting with them. Right. And so and I think it doesn't matter if you're not that's the thing also about going back to like learning about people's life experiences and having empathy and you learn that from reading. I may not be a college student, but I once was, so I can right. relate. Or even totally. if you're not a college student, you can still read books about or just in general about the whole stigma of being like, you know, 30 plus years and still reading or 20 years mm-hmm. and still reading YA. Like you still can learn from this stuff because you yeah. all lived it or there's some relatability. You can be a non-college student but still read a book about a college student because you learn life experiences. It might right. not and be educational, but you can still learn about what how they navigate life.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like it's um like young adult is such an interesting like age category because like Mm -hmm. as we were talking about earlier, like there's a lot to it. Like it's like I think sometimes like we conflate it like with the genre, but it's like really like its own like little section of Mm -hmm. um, um the bookish world because there are all these genres within it. And like, yes, I think at its core it's geared for teens, but like I was reading you know, like young adult books about, I don't know, like 18 year olds or whatever when mm-hmm. I was like 14, you know. Yeah, like, I got to that age <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm reading about people my age and then I got older and I was like mm-hmm. reading them and I was like, wait, like they're still, like I don't just have to be within this age group to get so mm-hmm. much out of these books. Like my favorite books are like young adult books, you know, so. Yeah, they so still have stay with you
1: them. even as you're not young adult anymore.
0: Yes, and I think that, more than, like, any book that I read, like, if I just, like, read a literary fiction, or if I read a classic, or whatever, like, it's, um, I I love those kind of books, too, but, like, I think that young adult books are are really special, because they do stay with you, especially, like, Mm -hmm. when you grew up reading them, and then, like, you read, um, a young adult book as you like, you continue to read like that same book that was your favorite when you were like 16, when you're like 26. Like, you can get something mm. so different. From, I love it. Yes. So, like, that's, uh, mm. I don't know. It's so special in that way. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: my next question for you is like, do you rate your books and um, do you review the books that you read?
1: All right. Um, I do rate my books. I just go off of the simple Goodreads five star um yeah i know there's so much controversy with that like should you rate rate books um like people's like should you use the five should it be 10 should it be a certain number of stars i do still rate it i don't have like oh like some people's like it's art i don't need to rate like books and stuff mm-hmm. um, and I'm like I write my books I even Me write too. my memoirs some people's like how can you rate somebody's life
0: oh my gosh uh- <laughs> yeah you do that's controversial <laughs> yeah
1: I do it because I'm not like I'm not rating your your non like your memoir on your life experience I'm rating it how you tell it it's still a story mm-hmm. you know so I I write I actually um I do read a lot of nonfiction. Um, when I do read nonfiction, it's probably just solely um, memoirs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, actually, That's what she got me into reading. Oh, I read yeah. a memoir. Um, I think my mom gave me a book called, when I was like in my preteens, my mom gave me a book called, a child called it, and it's about uh, this guy named David where he was abused, sadly, mm. child abuse. And my mom said, read this, you need a book. you just like, you know, We parents to give you something like, oh, this is going to be educational for my kids. Read this. Yeah. (laughs) And I, that's where I learned empathy. Like, oh, I'm reading a book about a real person. And that got me into like, I went from nonfiction to fiction. So I, oh goodness, I feel like I went on a tangent, (laughs) but (laughs) I kind of lost my train of thought. But I, what was I saying?
0: (laughs) Um, we were, <laughs> no, you're good. We were talking about um, uh, rating and reviewing and about yeah. how, yeah.
1: Yeah, so rating and reviewing. I even rate uh, nonfiction because I that's I need to know, like, how you re- organize your story and stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I do use the rate system. Maybe one day I will grow out of it and be like, nah, I don't want to rate. But right now I do use rating system. And I don't reveal my books. Um, I do, like, maybe once in a while on Goodreads, mm-hmm. or uh, I I need to update my Instagram and post more, but sometimes I'll write something. Um, but I think I followed out of writing reviews mm-hmm. because I was mostly like, you know, doing a literature degree at the time. Right. So like my energy was like, I'm reviewing all these books for school already, yeah. writing these essays, <laughs> writing these like short mini essays and class discussions, like not just writing reviews but like I would have to go to these seminar classes and review in person and that took out so much energy yeah. um, that yeah. I was not expecting when you go into literature where you have to like I mean I was expecting but at the same time you don't really expect it where you're right. like constantly talking about the books and stuff so I will, now that I'm done I would like to get back into writing reviews um or talking to I don't know maybe doing some talking events or something where I can um mostly like online events for now but yeah. maybe I'll get back into reviewing but mostly just finish a book rate a star like give it some star ratings and that's about it but yeah.
0: yeah. No, that that's great. I think that um I I love actually what you said about memoirs because I I don't I'm not a memoir um reader. I don't know if I've actually ever read one outside of something that I had to read for mm-hmm. school. Um, but I know that there is mm-hmm. like, you know, like this talk about like should you write memoirs, should you not? But mm-hmm. I mean what you said is I mean, that's a good argument, you know, like you're You're not reading, um, you know, the the content of what this person went through or what they decided to share, but you're like, how is it presented to me in book form? So, Mm -hmm. hey, I mean, I I think that that's really interesting. I do use the star rating system as well. Um, I started to kind of toy with the idea of using like a grade scale too, um, but that's only when I actually write like a review. So if I actually write a review and post it to my website, then I do like a star rating and a grade scale. Um, okay how, is, how my,
1: is the grade scale
0: like so I've been doing it like from like a plus to f um, okay so it's like a plus a a minus b plus so that's like kind of the, I like it
1: so it's like a so it's a grading scale okay I like that
0: yeah so that's like what I've been um doing I think it's it's the same thing though like with star ratings that it kind of just goes off of a feeling because mm-hmm. I might give a book four and a half stars but then it gets like in like an A or A minus, like not an mm-hmm. A plus. So okay. it, it really is just like vibes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's like the interesting thing about rating at all. Um, yeah. And with reviewing, like I, I love what you said about how it takes so much energy to do these English seminar classes. Like what maybe people don't get from the outside looking in, especially if like you weren't an English major and you just like took like the gen ed English and writing mm-hmm. courses is that English seminars are like, basically the students are, you know, crafting the class because like yes. it's not like a lecture um, class where like the professor is like up there and like teaching you everything. Yeah. Like
1: learn learn about but, something. Yeah.
0: Right. Like you have to come prepared because you're going to mm-hmm. be talking for an hour and a half. And like, that's, you know, your grade, your grade is like, how can you engage with uh, these books that we're reading how can you respond to what other people are saying about it like that's like the whole idea um, yeah and that does take a lot out of you <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, for sure but it's enjoyable I love it. it <laughs> is
0: it really is it's so rewarding um, mm-hmm. so I love that um, so like my next question for you is like where do you get your book recommendations and like how do you choose um, like what you want to read next
1: Okay. Um, I have to say, hands down, what helped me since I was in the high of um YA books and mm-hmm. YouTube is like my thing. Like yeah. I love Booktube. I was in the beginning Ooh. of like like not like I don't actually wait, I don't actually understand like what year booktube came around, but I was in the okay. high where I was watching it from two thousand uh fourteen to now. So, okay, wow. Uh, in those early years, I still am like um uh, like a uh, good read friends with people that are like higher up in the booktube or a uh, booktube yeah, world yeah. and because I was there in the beginning and booktubers were my jam. Um and so it started from booktube and then it started going in and then I got some recommendations from Instagram.
0: Okay. mostly
1: instagram now is solely where i get it but it's always back and forth from youtube and instagram
0: okay wow I and then also
1: that. yeah and then also in person i used to in high school i joined this it's not a club but it's like more it was like a social event so they would have a, a thing called book and dine where you come cool. as students for um what's it called you read the book it's a book club and then you also eat some dinner that's prepared or okay, like a little wow. mini snack. So we would have pizza, chips, and dip or a cake. And um, one time, the it was hosted by the librarians of the high school. Mm-hmm. And one time we got to do a video chat with Angie Thomas. Oh, wow. And it was so, <laughs> it was, I forget what year I read that, but it was like Who when was the book was blowing up yeah um so like let me
0: see um so for the hate you give or for on the come up
1: uh the hate you give
0: okay so it was around the first
1: one and i we got to meet her um and that really was like oh my goodness
0: yeah that's cool that's really cool so it had to be like 2017 or 18 or something yeah I forget I, when that movie I read came the book out, but, yeah. yeah it was
1: way before yeah 2018
0: okay wow
1: is when I read it um so I don't I don't remember when the movie came out
0: I don't know I'm not sure I think maybe I can't It's remember probably either. the next
1: year <laughs> yeah maybe but it was just where she was just um doing book tours and everything like that and I was like I'm here yeah it was like a year so I think the book was published in 2017
0: yeah I think so
1: so it was a year later where she was doing all the book stuff and before it got really hyped like yeah and I'm like I was reading this back then yes you know? oh
0: my gosh mm-hmm. and you got to like speak with the odd bear and everything yeah, like that's really that's so cool. nice that's awesome mm-hmm. um no it's so great to also like hear uh, you know what you said about like BookTube and how like you know like before BookTube, what it it became what it is now. You were like mm-hmm. I was on the BookTube train because like yeah. I think I found BookTube around that same time. Like it was I don't want to say small because it was still like there were still yeah. like big BookTubers and stuff, but it was definitely like more intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and like uh, I mean, it, it still can be like totally, but like yeah. th- during that time, um, you know, it was it was different you just had it to be was there. different <laughs> it's
1: different i'm still i actually criticize the it, it now <laughs> because yeah the things per, current pre, certain people are still there and around mm-hmm. but it's changed where regular influencer is just using it as aesthetic i have so much yes. harsh
0: oh my gosh criticism yes.
1: because i was there from the beginning well not mm-hmm. the beginning but like you know the beginning in a sense yeah Yeah, early years so as it has progressed I'm like is it good is it bad we're getting more exposure to different types of people but Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know I don't know
0: (laughs) I I don't know either I'll tell you that I don't know either um I was Mm -hmm. I was just actually thinking about this because I briefly uh, talked about it in another episode but I won't spoil it for the listeners because I'm not sure when um that one's going to come out like either before mm-hmm. or after this one but um like booktube and like book talk and just like book the bookish side of the internet has evolved yeah and, um you know in a lot of ways it's really benefited like publishing like now mm-hmm. like, books like will come out like the first book may come out in the beginning of the year and then like there isn't that long wait anymore. Like there will be a, like, yes. a second book that comes out immediately. Like that is not mm-hmm. something that was a thing before. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it does
1: have some benefits, but also gotta critically think about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, like it has it has these things that are like really, really cool to see, but at the same time, it's like, um, what is it? What are the um I don't wanna say like repercussions, but like how can we think about how the communities are growing and expanding and how like certain books are like skyrocketing certain mm-hmm. like, authors are like skyrocketing and you know what does what how does that impact like our, our community space now like I think about sure. how on uh booktube like you were saying like there are some influencers who um like they already had like their like youtube career or I don't know what do mm-hmm. you call it um yeah. and now like they're booktubers you know like that's mm-hmm. that was not a thing before like people mm-hmm. who were booktubers were like booktube channels it's solely but now like there's this overlap um, mm-hmm. so it is interesting like, w- to talk about like yeah. what how, how is that changing our spaces now yeah,
1: yeah. I have uh, a youtuber that's solely um, her name is I think Tara Mitchell mm-hmm. and she's a Canadian uh, youtuber but she's based in LA and she does all those beauty influencers, and makeup, mm-hmm. and DIY. And she was like an LA girly, and yeah. she never, <laughs> she only talked about fashion, her lifestyle, and everything like that. And I found it so interesting, like randomly, now over these years, she randomly talks about her reading.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you so- were like, <laughs> wait, is this, is this is not the original plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: what? Blacklist. Yes. <laughs> I was like if she does talk about her she still does her regular content. But yeah. Now she was sprinkling what she's reading. Um uh where I have no no tear shade between like people that just solely read ram- romance books. Totally. Um uh, and I think the reason why um uh, not why, but like the beauty side of YouTube got into reading cause most of them are romance readers, or yeah. they're pushing out just romance content, or mm-hmm. that's what they only read. But, um, and I'm like, I guess that's the way to get in where some people still think romance is not a legit reading. It's like mm-hmm. the easy way into reading. So um that's pretty interesting as well. Um I'm not a romance reader. I read I read like fantasy that has romance. Mm-hmm. Um actually I think I just read my first romance book this not first but like solely romance book um this month I read the queen oh. uh, Charlotte book. Um uh, yeah. the yeah. tv show yeah um so i liked it and i was like okay this is good but it had it's still historical fiction in a sense R- yes
0: yes and so it, i like R- to with combine a, like, love story in it yeah
1: <laughs> i like to i like to stack sometimes my genres mm-hmm. so that's how i can sometimes ad- ad- adjust them so i like my romance in other weaving like in fantasy i'm here for it mm-hmm. and um yeah so it's pretty yeah. interesting
0: it, it it really is, and I think you know, um, it does. I I do see a bit of a parallel in that, like romance is sort of like this entry, um, like genre for, um, people like coming back to reading or whatever. Like especially like like in this present moment, um, mm-hmm. and I think about like, oh well, can that be compared to like you know me finding young adult books, and you know, twenty fourteen or whenever it was, and that that kind of being my own like entry point. Um, because it, it it it's really interesting to see though. Like I I read so much romance for years. Like at this point, I'm a little bit burnt out on it because I read so mm-hmm. so much of it, and now it's kind of like having this new uh, rebirth, you know. But mm-hmm, that yes. was like years into my like, mm-hmm. reading journey. I didn't just like find romance and became a reader. It was like kind of the other way around. Like I found other books, then I found romance, and I was like, I want to read this. So like, yeah. Um, it, it is kind of interesting to see. Um, but thank you so much for all of that <laughs> you know like i think that You're you have welcome. such you have such interesting um like points of view and so i kind of love like hearing uh, your uh explanations for for so many things this has been like such a fun interview. So uh, mm-hmm. we've reached the end. That's that was all the questions. Oh I wow. Had. Um the time wow, really flew. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um thanks again, Candace, for being You're on welcome. and uh just for all of your great insights. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can have you on the pod again because I would love for us to discuss yeah. more about some of these topics. And that was our interview. I had so much fun chatting with Candace about English as an area of study and all the bookish things under the sun. So make sure you follow her on her socials at CC Point of View on Instagram, which will be linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Diary of an X English Major. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow the show on your chosen podcast listening platform, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and follow the podcast Instagram at Diary Of an X Ing Major. That's E-N-G. And I'll see you all soon.